the big picture, and I guess the goal is to help bring our clients to the other side of life's most difficult moments, help them navigate a system that they're, they're at a disadvantage in for the most part. Hey, everybody. Good. Hey, thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, no problem, man. What's going um, on? Not much at all. I, I'm trying to get some continuing education done today. So it's all it's all online. So I'm doing it on my iPad and we got to do it every year too. It's um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but actually I met my wife in Brussels at a European U union law seminar. She's also an attorney. Heck yeah. That's all. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's um, we were doing a seminar in European union law in Brussels in Belgium and Matt, she also went to sleep. We really didn't know each other and the rest is history. As they say, thanks for doing this. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell me, tell me about the practice. Uh, yeah, my name is Aaron Haber. I'm an attorney here in St. Louis. I've been an attorney for almost 18 years. My firm is Much Nick Haber Margolis. Um, personally, I grew up in Central Illinois. Here, I uh, did my undergrad out in Oregon. Um, lived out there and I guess spent part of my time out there and in undergrad in Spain and Mexico, and then moved back to St. Louis. To go to law school after I spent a year working for the May Company. Um, we, in the course of our work, in the course of us being small business people, um, how we do things allows others to unleash the potential in themselves. How can we? How can we? Uh, with the skill set that we have, how can we give give that to others and allow them to have better, more fulfilling lives? So what we really do is we well, we focus on personal injury cases. And what does that mean? It, it's, it's a little bit more than someone just being heard. It's understanding how that, that stuff like that happens, how it can be prevented. And that's, that's sort of what we do. We litigate a variety of cases. I spend a good chunk of my time doing uh, tractor trailer cases. Uh, you focus mostly on more tractor trailer type cases. Why is that? Well, you know, as a firm, we handle, you know, we handle all different types of injury cases. It could be construction defect cases, which is like a deck collapse maybe, or auto accidents. But I happen to enjoy uh, doing tractor trailer cases and sort of learn, learning about the industry's interesting. I'm, someone who's into rules as being a lawyer. Yeah. So there's a, there's the federal motor carrier safety regulations um, that it's you really thick. have. It's yeah, thick. it's thick and drivers have to know them and, you know, the companies have to know them and I sort of got interested in it, you know, some years ago and the cases have, you know, continued. Unfortunately, they continue to get more tragic as we get them, but they're, they're the types of cases where you can dig in and, and be interested and, mm -hmm feel like you're helping somebody because unfortunately they, um, you know, they, these are 50,000 pound vehicles or more versus 3000 pound vehicles. And unfortunately it ends up in the, you know, and in, in the loss of life sometimes. So when you deal with yeah. these types of cases, you get to dig into the meat of, of, you know, what happened. And then you get to sort of try to get through people to the other side of what's really the probably darkest days of their lives. So that's yeah. sort of, we got there. It's nice being the, the helping hand to that. Um, something that came up yesterday, because uh, we do the DOT physicals for the drivers, 
to keep sure. them compliant on the medical side of things. And often they're broken. So they say, Hey, can you fix me chiropractically? And one of, one of them was in yesterday and uh, he just got a brand new rig. And uh, we were talking about, it just came up about all the automatic trucks, all the sure. auto auto drivers. Are you seeing that creep into the industry or what's the talk going on that? Well, I, over the last maybe three to five years, I, I think there's been a discussion about, you know, are there really going to be automated, you know, tractor trailers on the highway? I, I, at some point I thought I read something about Tesla maybe trying to, to make some, I haven't really seen that really start. I don't really think they're, they're, they're really on the road yet, but you know, you sort of mentioned technology. Yeah. Technology is really, it, it's, it's pretty impressive. There's a lot of data out there. When you get into these cases, you realize that, you know, there's electronic log log books for, you know, truck, truckers have to have a certain amount of hours. Um, they can only drive a certain amount of hours and they give a time frame. Have to certain have to have a certain hours of rest. So there's you know they have these systems that that are you're supposed to electronically keep track of that stuff for the most part with minor exceptions and you think you know what's going on when you're digging into one of these cases and you can figure out whether whether a driver was fatigued or not. Recently, you know we've learned you know how to deal with what's called telematics. Aside from there being electronic logging, these trucks have these sensors and programs in them where you can see how fast they're going every three seconds, where they are on the road. It's, it's, it is a micromanaged in, uh, industry. It's, it's pretty interesting. That's awesome. So the good old days of back in the call it the seventies and eighties, when guys are strop, stopping into the diner, getting another jug of coffee and saying, I need just, I got to make it to California by the morning. I'll get there and pop in a couple of red eye pills and I'm out the door. Those are the long gone. And for well, I, I wish they were. Um, you know, what, what we've seen in some of our cases is that the logbooks show one thing, but you get into you know the the more complicated tracking systems, and you realize well their logs are off, but they're actually still driving, and you can cross reference cell phone records, and you'll figure. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty wow. wild. Um, but I would like to say it's it's getting safer. The more the more systems that are out there to track things, um, I think you know it's going to be safer. That's ultimately the goal of all of it. And that's really what we do is to help people help try to keep people accountable and hope the next time it doesn't happen. And it's, that's sort of what we try to live by. And I think that's true. I think that's the the bigger picture of it all is uh, listen, if things were truly safe, there are genuine accidents, accidents, but over the course of time, if we can take the broad set of those accidents and, and still push them down to a minimal yeah, as minimal with, you know, as much human error, you know, that's completely in God's hands, you know, it, it makes our world a safer place. That's the idea. I'm, I'm sure you see it when you do those DOT physicals. It's a, uh, it's a tough job. It's bad on people's backs. There's not a lot of good eating uh, opportunities for these drivers. And it, it, it's a tough job. And I do recognize that and appreciate that. Yeah, it's tough. One of the ones that we, uh, the guy yesterday, he was like, I just want to stay home with my family but I picked up another load. I got to go to Cincinnati tomorrow again. Right. Like, I just want to stay home. I just want to be with my family. It's a tough, truly, it's a tough job. It really is. It really is. Um, Aaron, I want you to tell me about really the vision of the company um, uh, with your practice. What, what's going on with your, with, like, overall, what's the big picture looking like? Uh, you know, 
the big picture, and I guess the goal is to help bring our clients to the other side of life's most difficult moments, help them navigate a system that they're they're at a disadvantage in for the most part. Yes. Um, so the vision is to con- continue to try to do that and do it better. You know, it how we get there, I think the vision really is how do we work hard but efficiently um, to get people through these tough times. And I think that that's, that's always something that, that we're trying to figure out. Uh, you know, I, for me, when I, when I started, it was, I can work out, I can work harder than everyone and that's going to give our clients an advantage. And you learn a lot by doing that, but you know, the, the more you do, you realize you really got to be efficient um, and outworking yeah. everyone. Every, outworking everyone isn't, isn't the end all be all. You got to be smart about it. So that's the vision. We want to continue to have a trusted, um, reputation for from our clients and other lawyers we get a fair amount of our cases from that are referred from other lawyers which is always the highest compliment you can get other than having a having a uh, i recently had a defendant who i tried a case against and got a judgment against refer me a case because they were uh and you did a really good job on that case yeah i must have the vision is to continue with that you know and then ultimately to keep into individualized attention uh, to clients in an industry when it's often argued that bigger is better because um, that's not always the case. And, and that's, that's sort of a roundabout vision, a couple different things, but that, that's, I was thinking about, about that. And that, that's sort of where I am with it right now. Aaron, you said something that just a second ago that, that, that resonated with me. It's, helping helping your clients through uh, an industry or a situation that they really have no idea what they're getting themselves into. And it's just like for often for us, like whenever we get car accident patients in our office, yes, I can fix the physical stuff that we do that all the time. That's, I'm not saying it's, when I say it's easy, that's our bread and butter. That's what we do. But it's getting them into the, well, the insurance company's calling me. I got to get the car repaired. I've got to do this, this, and this. I've got to get Johnny to, to soccer practice. Like there's all these other events that this, this accident has occurred that oftentimes they need help with. And having someone like you, um, having having good representation is is a helps helps them on one step of that healing process. Yeah, that's it's you're right. It's it's our normal goal is to help someone get to a place where they're, you know, navigating the system, getting their physical ailments taken care of and then getting the the best recovery for them given the circumstances and facts. But there's a lot more than just the, like you said, than, than us helping them through that part. They often want to know about things that we don't really, that's not our specialty, but I've seen it so much that I can tell you, well, here's what you need to do. Right. Like you said, the property damage stuff, which I realize is a, extreme pain on the you know what for for many people so it's it's all encompassing we, we do a lot yeah it is it's a lot to have to i mean well again in in the days when people think like oh you're just here to battle the insurance company no i mean it just we're so ingrained with what we need to help our patients and we have resources to help them too we're not just here sign the paperwork you know here's your check no there's so much so much more involved with that and that's what right. makes you guys good so make sure you guys good really offering our to lend an ear to whoever um i find that it's often a question is oh well what do we owe you or what do i owe you for 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 this and 
if it's asking questions and it's nothing. I mean, people think that they have to pay a lawyer for anything. And I would tell you, we're here to, to offer, you know, I can't necessarily give legal advice to anyone, but I'm happy to talk to anybody about the, the situations that they may find themselves in. And if I can't help and fix it, I can get them to the right person. And that doesn't cost. So I would say, what would we offer, you know, a, a, an ear to listen to um, a helping hand. And that, that's, that's sort of what we do and we're happy to do it. Aaron, I think that's perfect. Um, when it comes to uh, kind of branch this into physical health, mental health, emotional health, um, how important is health to, to you personally, to your teammates, um, to the overall productivity? And uh, really, what are you doing to keep yourselves and your team optimized well and burnout free? Question. We really have a, you know, we have a group of people who are active in a variety of ways. Um, one of my partners skis a lot. He's got a place out in Park City, he plays a lot of golf. One of my other partners just um, competed in an eight hour outdoor adventure race, which was trekking and mountain biking and paddling and orienteering. And we've got some of our uh, support staff here who are really into bar classes, um, which nice. they drug me. They drug me to, the, to one of them, and it was very hard. How, do, how are your um, hips feeling after that bar class? Oh, man, the hamstrings and the hips. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was humbling. I thought that I was in shape, but that's a different kind of in shape. So, you know, we're really fortunate that when I really think about it as a group, and even, you know, we, we're as a group outside of the office, just do things on our own. And that I think that does put people in a better mental space because of the habits that you form and, mm. and doing things that you enjoy, like running or playing basketball or even lifting weights. Um, that That's helped me to where I don't really have to worry too much about continuing to do those things and making yourself do them makes you a better, um, makes you a better an attorney. It makes you better at the office. You set a better um, example for those around you. And I'm, you know, we're fortunate at our office when I think about it, I'm thinking about your, um, we do have stand-up desks for a lot of our employees here, um, which I would hope everyone uses and I could use more myself, but um, you know, as that we like to try to help people with that, but you know, thinking about your question, right. I, it would be, it's, it's a good question to think what we could do as a group to maybe get some team building to, to do some active things together, but, but overall active group, um, which helps for mental health. And I think it helps everyone nice. understand if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, Aaron, is there anything you would want to add? You would want our St. Louis community to know. Um, I, like I said, we're, you know, we're, we're here to, to help our clients. We're here to, you know, get individualized attention. Bigger is not better. Always. Um, we, we take pride in what we do. We're hard workers and it, it, call us. It doesn't cost anybody anything to call and ask us the question. And we're, we're, we're just here to, to try to help people and counsel people. Nice. Love it. Well, Aaron, uh, thank you for doing this podcast with me, man. Um, I really appreciate you. So thank you awesome. for doing it. Likewise. Thanks, Joe.